0: Well, but so, so his whole enforced monogamy thing actually comes from another true intellectual dark web piece called The Misandry Bubble that lays out all these ideas that Jordan Peterson is basically parroting, uh, and it's about the death of um, basically gender roles and how that um, basically makes it so that women are unbound from monogamous relationships and when women are unbound by from monogamous relationships they are what's called hypergamous and hypergamy means that they only want the high status men of a certain society so what marriage does is fixes for that it says every woman gets one man every man gets one woman so you can build society because if women only want one man only want the same You know, if the top ten percent of men in a society are marrying ten women each, Mm -hmm. the rest of the men are going to tear down society because they're going to be like, "Well, fuck, we don't, we have no chance here." Or
1: how about just channel your energy into more productive things? Well, like what though? Like art, man. Like not or. Sure, yeah, or just not like being like, I need to get laid like all the time, and I need like get a your R- right, <laughs> right, you no, know what I, I mean? Like, I, it's... sure, and
0: and honestly, if you do channel yourself and other stuff, you will get laid because you'll then build something that will sure. make you attractive to women or something like that. I hear you, and again, I think that a lot of this incel shit is a, a prison of their own making, mm-hmm. however this economic However. theory that he <laughs> is talking about However, this idea of hypergamy <laughs> is interesting that's an interesting idea i mean it's true it's like it if in this sense marriage which is a constant throughout every society especially every advanced society that happened evolutionarily for a reason and thinking about why that happened and what the con- <laughs> and what the consequences are of eliminating that institution or not enforcing it
1: are we really That's talking about reality though like because where like on a day-to-day basis i don't see like i'm not out in the street seeing like you know um like no couples or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I, I feel like h- how am I supposed to th- know that this is even attached to reality? Right. You know what I mean? Right. People well, I mean- have people are pairing up people. You know what I mean? People well, are I- in relationships, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then there are these, these this small, small subset of like people that are basically on like 4chan and Reddit that end up like driving trucks and people. And it's like and it has nothing to do with reality. You know what I mean? Well, I don't women do has
0: nothing to do with. it. I mean, we are do, we are facing the lowest birth rate right now in like a hundred years. You could argue that's economic, though. It is economic. Yeah. It I mean, could we're not talking about economics
2: yes, right now. Well, I mean, I was talking more of like dollars and cents economics. It's economics because it's so expensive. The For sure. Go. No, fine. I mean, but that's another problem. I mean, that's a yeah, similar yeah. problem. No, I think it's an interesting concept. I think the problem isn't. I'm I sounding like such an SJW on this podcast. I didn't. I didn't intend to. <laughs> Remember, you you will often end up on the left end. <laughs> well, when my. Sitting next to Isaacson when I I mean, the thing <laughs> about my that. politics is I'm, I'm usually relational to the person I'm talking to. So if I talk to someone on the right, I'm liberal. If I talk to someone right. on the left, yeah, I'm conservative. Yeah. But the problem with this kind of, what, hyperpergamy? Say hypergamy. The word, hypergamy. 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 Which is just a theory. Well, well, it's just, just a theory. A theory, but I think the thing is, <laughs> it's a theory, yes, but it's a hot theory. you're saying that these men are going to tear down society. Instead of fixing the toxicity within the men who are going to tear down society, you're saying it's basically a woman's burden to conscript themselves into servicing these men so they don't tear down society. And I think that is a very difficult argument to make because you're basically asking women to make the sacrifice. And as for, you know, monogamy, you could also argue that evolutionarily the world was a dark, dangerous place. And we have in some ways conquered nature. So basically women couldn't own property even before, you know, even after, you know, we suburbanized and whatever women couldn't own property. They couldn't get credit cards. So there was a survival, there was a survival instinct that pushed women to get married because basically there was no way for, for them to exist out in the world. So, Maybe we, since we've given women more rights, and I'll always argue for more rights. And yes, you're, you're right, there probably are some consequences. Maybe this incel is a consequence, but I think we fixed the problems with fixing the incel men as opposed to like restricting people's freedom, even if it is societal so, through society.
0: Sure. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Do, are you guys in relationships?
2: No. I'm married.
0: Oh, you are married. Yeah. yeah. So, as somebody not in a relationship, Sam, it, it like. Do you get the frustration though of these guys who feel like oh I just can never get laid and girls will never
1: like me? Do you like do you relate to that at all? Um like do I feel um horny sometimes and not have anyone to have sex with? Yes. And and and, and is that sometimes frustrating? Yes, but every I feel like everyone can relate to this. You know what I mean? Everyone can relate to being single sometimes and um that's just how life is like that's just what that's part of life everyone kind of deals with these things and it's not uh, i just feel like um the problem with like the incel involuntary celibate kind of like framework of thinking about things is that it then becomes that you're owed something. Mm, right. You know what I mean? Which I don't feel like I'm owed anything. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you just don't get laid for long yeah. periods of time. And it doesn't it's not it has nothing to do with you or anyone. Right. You know? I think and a lot and of it, and yeah. but then also like you can the the other problem with like the the incel thing is is it's just it's also like a whole framework of like these words too where it's like, oh like uh I feel like there's this whole kind of like word cloud of like other words that are sort of existing on reddit where it's like red pill and yeah. then there's like white knighting yeah or like friend zoning yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, all these yeah, things are not jargon. real things you know what i mean yeah. just like how you were saying the the like duality between right and left like you can think about it from such a simple place or you can just like kind of scrap that whole that whole kind of dialectic like you know what I mean? Like, white knight. Like, did you, did you just really call me a white knight? Like, if, if you're call, if anyone's calling me white knight, that person's just clearly so lame. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> it's ideology now. It's everybody ideology. Has, yeah, exactly. Ideology. And you can
1: look at the world through a
0: different through lens. lens. Well, absolutely. Yeah. No, and I think that in a lot of ways, I hear what you're saying that this ideology can get very toxic. And and I think it can lead to violence because once you start seeing that once you've been red pilled and you start seeing this through line for through society and then you start seeing oh here's a magazine cover with uh, talking about the virtues of never getting married you know Mm -hmm. talking about oh let's uh, let's make sure the woman's working all the time so that everybody's just plugged into the industrial machine right Mm -hmm. once you start seeing things through that light it can drive you crazy because you do you start seeing it everywhere and I've been through that you know like i've 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 like had that happen you know and you're right that it's it is a prison of your own making to a certain degree it is these words are just made up it's not white knighting is it's a concept but it's like is that really what's going on all the time are you a white knight because you don't you know
3: believe what you believe
0: like no you're you're not right Why are
3: there so few if any gay incels why because it's, if,
0: once you're gay, it's easy to get away. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can't speak to that, if uh, you don't have to worry, that's yeah, that's that's another solution.
3: Um, but is that the solution? Like, there's plenty of gay men who aren't. There's also appealing. plenty of women who can't get laid too, and there's no
0: women
2: in cells yeah, that are. true. They tend to self harm instead of taking well, out their the, anger I on other people. Well, I think the I think
3: the women
0: in cell is the SJW woman, the purple haired <laughs> feminist. That's the that's the well, flip side of the same coin. Who blames everything on men? Right? Well, who sees yeah. the whole world as this like conspiratorial man thing that's trying? You to only get them want down. to tear down uh, the system if it's not working for that's you. So a, that's right. I think I think, I think like they just need <laughs> to fuck basically. The incels and the blue haired feminists just need to fuck. But no, wait, but Charles, to respond to your gay thing, it is true. I mean, give me a break, though, right? I mean, when you're, once you go gay, getting <laughs> laid is about
1: 10 <laughs> times,
3: 100 times so easier. Many, so many bad things I, happening right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't know that that's true. There's, uh, there's plenty of, of gay men who I think don't fit standard uh, conceptions of attractiveness that probably sure. don't get laid. Isn't but, it very uh, focused
2: on youth and like youthful energy? Oh, yeah, of course. So once you, get, you age out a little bit, it's probably yeah, a lot tougher to get laid unless you're a rich Hollywood executive. Right, right.
0: So, well, but I don't... Yeah, it's I I think it's definitely, though, true that it's easier to get laid as a gay man than as
2: a well, straight guy. Well, it depends on... Yeah. yeah. My theory
3: right. would also be, beyond just the availability of sex, is that gay men learn at a young age, oh, not everyone is interested in fucking you. Right. And the people mm-hmm. that you have a crush on may not, never want to fuck you. Right. And so... Yeah, they might beat the shit out of you. That you... message is... I don't know. I, I feel like there's Wait, something... Why? But
0: why is that any different than straight men?
3: Well, because straight men see a woman and they have a crush on her and then the fact that she won't fuck him they feel is entitled. Yes. Whereas when a gay man gets told that, it's like there's literally nothing you can do about this. This person is not attracted to you at all.
0: But why is that any different from a straight man to a gay man? I mean, it's still rejection either way.
3: Uh Yeah, I, I don't know why it's different. I don't know why young straight men have a more difficult time with I that. I think
2: romantic entanglements are always difficult, but I think there's an added layer of complexity when you don't know if the other person is on the same quote-unquote team as you.
3: So my theory is that there is something to these men learning at a young age that like, oh, you're not entitled to every person you're attracted to, and it may not work out. And that message is just kind of, you kind of have to accept that at an early age. Like, oh, I have a crush on so-and-so and it's never going to happen, ever. So, because that message is learned at a young age, I think that also contributes to the difference between straight and gay men. You because learn to cope
2: with rejection earlier. Well, but I Very don't see, early. I don't
0: age. see why gay men would be any better at coping with rejection than straight men, right?
2: Well, I think if you look at our media, though, I mean, look at every romantic comedy. It's someone, you know, Seth Rogeny or somewhat like a little bit off. The girl doesn't like him at first and then... Through sheer kind of plucky fortuitude Mm. or whatever, or even (laughs) I don't know if that's a word, but well, we'll just go with it. But fortuitude, yeah, I probably fortuitude, yeah, plucky fortuitude. Don't Google it. Um, (laughs) And and, you know, basically, wears her down and gets her at the end. So I think culturally, that has to ingrain in your head somewhat. You know, it has to get into your head in some way.
3: Yeah, totally,
2: absolutely. And and I mean, and to the end cell thing, you know, I'm happily married now, but when I was in college. You know, my school was very Greek. It was the Greek system. And if you were in a lower tier frat, which I was, you did not get the A plus hot chicks. And that did fuel some rage within me, you know, but I just listened to Nine Inch Nails and both listening to the Smiths and got over it. (laughs) What frat were you in? I was in ZBT. Oh, I mean, I I didn't. Oh, yeah. It was was the only non-Jewish frat nationally.
1: One of our attorneys (laughs) is a Jew.
2: But I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, this is personal. Uh, Again, I mean, this even like
1: like uh i'm not like necessarily going after your way of talking about this necessarily but just like just this way of talking about like a plus chicks or something is also just such a boring <laughs> yeah, way right. to talk yeah. about women you know what i mean right right right
2: well i mean that's the way i and, felt at the time i mean that's right totally a school like vanderbilt that's how you that's how people are rated socially it's very much a socially stratified kind of campus we're not like you know Reed college where we're trying to tear down you know kind of patriarchal and oppressive symbols we are trying to instantiate them.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, it's interesting you say that, Sam, about how to talk about women. And that is definitely a part of the whole red pill world world. It's always like HB six point seven. She was like a nine point three on the thing. It's all like so Richter scaled. And it's that I actually that's one thing that I'm kind of in agreement about it. it's like that that whole shit's everywhere
1: though too right calling rating. people tens you know yeah, it's like you hear that everywhere it's you so know
0: silly also it's like the hot girls in my high school like the princess like the the hot popular girls by the time we were seniors like i wasn't attracted to them at all i mean like one of them i was but the rest of them I just didn't find attractive. And And everybody else did, but it was like, was that really because of how they looked, or was it that, like, were they
3: tens? Like, what does that actually mean? And do those guys apply that same scale to themselves? Right, it's very
0: weird. It's like, I mean, thinking about other people in that way is somewhat disgusting, because it's like, the people you're attracted to are wildly different, Yeah. you know? I mean, it's like, yeah, sure, there's... I mean I do feel very bad for overweight women because I feel like they just get you know categorized in a different way you know than the rest but um
1: that's it, existing within the same toxic framework of thinking about like 0 through 10 you know what right. I mean like in the eyes of I also feel like that these like scales of talking about women is it has to do with how you think other guys think right about it too. exactly like yeah, it oh is like totally, is she it's like subjective it's totally a yeah right yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. like and it has to do with this almost like trophy is. trophyism of like kind of like being with like a certain person and being like oh yeah i fucked her bro you know oh, it's yeah. like which is like so weird too. like and i almost feel like that might be part of the whole incel thing too is you don't actually want to it has to do with like almost like status among other guys oh. as opposed to actually you know, it was definitely
2: beard. notches yeah. on the belt at my school. Like, oh, look at that chick! I fucked her. You wouldn't believe what she did. I mean, that was the kind of talk that went on. In
0: well, the well but then how are you so? I mean, that is kind of natural, though, right? I mean, like, how did you escape from that, Sam? Like, how are you so woke? You know, like, did you just born this way, or like, did you? Your, were your parents really like ingrain
1: it, or like what? I'm not like woke. Like, it's just you know. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, what what am I saying? How are you so?
0: How did you not fall into this? How are you such a pussy cuck (laughs) bit? Yeah, yeah. Why are you such a pussy ass? cuck? No, but I mean, like, how? Because I totally, as a young man, was the worst example of what you're saying. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't because I don't come from a super liberal family. I was taught all the intersectional feminist shit, but I still just wanted to fuck the hot girls to make me look cool i totally the other see guys. what you're saying you know what yeah. I mean? like, yeah 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 like how did you escape i get me? i
1: get i get what you're asking yeah and i think i mean yeah part of the reason why i'm able to even speak to it is that absolutely i've been i've thought in those ways before too you yeah. know what i mean and it's like because this is all societal stuff you well, know what i mean we're taught right. about we're taught these things and it's and it has to do with the ways it's like in which dudes talk to other dudes too you know like oh did you fuck her bro like if not, you're definitely like in the friend zone, you know, Like and these weird kind of like ways of like shaming each other about like yeah, yeah. being a virgin or like not having sex, you know, it's like, yeah. which all that stuff, obviously, then you're totally right. I mean, it's, it all is existing in like high schools and shit like that. And then it kind of just gets like re, you know, uh, re-ingrained into like Reddit and all these different, like even more toxic places. But it's like, it's definitely just part of society. And even like, you know, John Hughes movies too, you know, from, and, and right. as far back as you can kind of remember, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, but I'm saying, how did you get out of it? Like, how did you start thinking outside of that? When did that happen? And, like, why?
1: I can't exactly pinpoint when. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I think it was age. Maybe I'll think experience. about it. Come back to me on that. <laughs> I think getting out, I mean, I'm kind of conflicted because a lot of people want to get rid of fraternities, and I can see the utility in doing that, but also I had some good experiences being a frat. But I think leaving that culture getting out into the real world and age and experience and kind of reflecting on the way I viewed potential past relationships and just thinking like, Oh, I was kind of shitty there. You know, I was maybe thinking of it more as a conquest. I wasn't thinking about the, you know, for lack of a better word, the person I was trying to date. And I think that's what you have to do. And you know, not this. I'm going SJW again, listen to people's experiences, (laughs) you know? (laughs)